Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go on this Monday, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. We're your therapist here. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Kind of a wonky weekend in sports. College World Series. Kind of a wild game, wild weekend, and you got a national title game coming up tonight. Victor Wembayama comes to San Antonio, and the stars come out. We'll talk to one of those stars, Sean Elliott, who went to dinner with Victor. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. Baseball in London. Uh, I didn't realize baseball was in London until I'm flipping around, and I go, that doesn't look like a major league ballpark. It was London. Was it meant to be a secret that they were going to London? Because I'm going, wait a minute. Uh, ESPN had one and Fox had one. The unveiling of Derek Jeter with uh, Big Poppy and A-Rod. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. And uh, thank you for downloading the app to watch the program. Our radio affiliates around the country, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio as well. We should get an idea tomorrow if we're going to take the show to London at the end of August. Notre Dame and Navy football game. And uh, we were going to go to uh, Dublin there. Where did I say we were going? London. Oh, we're not going to London. No, we're not? We're going to go to Dublin. You know? We're going to let people know that we're going to be going maybe <laughs> to uh, overseas. But it'll be uh, Dublin not London, but uh, we'll let you know tomorrow. We'll get official word if we're able to pull this off. We would be doing a couple of shows over there, but we'll uh, give you a heads up. And if you're waiting for Tailgate Moonshine, the watermelon version, that is going to happen probably in the second week of July. We'll let you know when that's available to go to danpatrick.com to pick up a bottle or two. 
Poll question today is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? We got a bunch of them here, Dan. Uh, let's see. We started talking this morning uh, about Victor Wenbanyama, right? <laughs> and all of the hype leading into him. Yeah. Who gets more primetime games next season, the Denver Nuggets or the San Antonio Spurs? Oh, wow. I'm going to go San Antonio Spurs. Kind of feels like that. Well, there's a forced relevancy here with Victor Wambayama. He comes in, and we're waiting to see him. Nobody was waiting to see Joker play. Nobody was waiting to see Greek Freak play. And it took a little while. Like Zion and Victor Wambayama are similar, that there's so much hype surrounding them. We were waiting to see their coming out party. Joker, people still begrudgingly are going to go, okay, I'll watch again. Nice bounce pass. Uh, Another (laughs) triple-double. It's like... Triple-double used to be a big thing. Like, oh, my God, Russ had another triple-double. Joker has a triple-double, and nobody's going, wow. It's like, uh, all right, that was nice. Nice little win there for the Denver Nuggets. A Greek Freak's more exciting, but it, you know, it, it still took a couple of years before people bought into, boy, this guy is really good. I remember watching him going, if he ever gets a jump shot, it's over. He will be unstoppable. Now, I, you can make an argument he is unstoppable now, but Joker has become the best player in pro basketball right now. But it took a while. Victor, we're waiting. We want to see him right away. I want to see how he's going to do against some of these other big men. By the way, I saw a report where the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves may have to decide which big man they want to keep. And the guy who is going to change the game when it's all said and done, Carl Anthony Towns, might be available. That didn't take long. Game changer? <laughs> the game changer is yes, available? Yes. I saw that where, first of all, they made a stupid move to get Rudy Gobert. And then you got Carl Anthony Towns. And I think they're realizing, ah, we, you know, we got like uh, you know, $400 million tied up in our centers here. Maybe we need to get rid of one. Yes, Paul. I hesitate to bring this up because I didn't think Timberwolves <laughs> basketball would play in June. But I don't know what they're doing. I saw the headline. Timberwolves, this is one of the lead headlines. Yeah. Center Nas Reed agrees to a three-year, $42 million deal. First of all, Nas Reed appears to be a center for the Timberwolves. Yes, he is. And, you know, he's a nice player. Bangs in like 11 and 5. Great. I guess that's worth $42 million. But it feels like they're going counter where they want a huge lineup. Like, remember Arizona basketball when they had like those big guys back in 35 years ago? What are they doing? Are they trying to counter the three-point shot with... All centers? I don't know what they're doing, but it feels like Carl Anthony Towns, the game changer, may be on the move there. You have three centers. If you have three centers, you don't have one center. But Carl Anthony Towns on the move. Yes, Marv? He could just move the small forward. Mm. Game changer. Well, he could be a point guard. Game changer. He could be the coach. Yeah, point center. Yes, player coach. Game changer. (laughs) He really said that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Could do it all. Pat Bev was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this is equivalent to uh, Vince Young calling the Eagles a dream team. And, like, you just say one stupid thing and then it sticks yeah. forever. Yeah. Oh, what happened to the dream team? Yeah, but you got, somehow Michael Vick got blamed for that. But yeah, that's like, just it. Vince Young wasn't even the starting quarterback. Yeah. And then Mike Vick's got to go, dude, will you shut up? What's this dream team? Oh, stuff? what happened, Michael? And Mike Vick, I thought it was a dream team. Bro, I didn't even say that. You're holding a clipboard going, hey, play like a dream team. Yeah. What? Come on, guys. You're making me look bad over here holding the clipboard. Dream team. Let's go out there and win some games here. Somebody who changed the game. All right. So Victor Wambayama is going to get more airtime, it feels like, than the Joker does. Is that just be- It's just 
the hype leading yes. into it, yes. right? Yeah. Joker came in fairly yeah, he, anonymous. He, he kind of tiptoed in. This is the new guy. He's seven five. It's easy to spot him on the floor. I, I thought Chet Holmgren was going to get more games, national games, than Joker this last year until he got hurt in uh, preseason. I, it's we're waiting for the new thing, the next thing. And, you know, it's one of those where you know the Joker's not going away. You know, much to the chagrin of uh, certain analysts that they're like, oh god, this guy's bored. He is in his prime. He's going to be there. They're going to be there, and you have to deal with it. You may not want to watch it, and it may not be you know a ratings bonanza there, but he is going. That now that'll be a fun game if you get Joker against Victor Wambayama, just to see how a veteran and a rookie and what you know Joker will do and what Victor Wambayama will try to do. That would be fun. Greek Freak against Victor Wambayama. That would be a lot of fun. I guess the first time Victor Wambayama sees LeBron, plays against LeBron, I mean, that'll be fun as well. Yes, Marv? All of those games will be nationally televised, so it's going to be Victor against any primetime top-notch player. Yeah. So yeah. Steph, LeBron, Joker, Embiid, Giannis. Yeah. All nationally televised. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, Paul. And what's interesting about Wambayama is, unlike like Zion, we watched him play what thirty games at Duke. We saw it. We saw it. We knew exactly what we're getting. You know, I don't think anyone in America has sat down and watched a, a European league game that he played in, unless you watched it on YouTube or some online system. Yeah, it was. Oh, by the way, here's some highlights of Victor Wambayama until he came over and played in the G League. His team played a G League team. That's the first time you saw him in a game. And I always tell people, don't look at the highlights. Look at somebody and how they get those highlights. And, you know, there are times when you go, that guy's unbelievable. But if you watch in a game, he may dis like Anthony Davis, can be unbelievable and should be the Greek freak. But then there are times when he disappears. And But if I just showed you the highlights, you'd go, man, that guy, he is a wrecking ball. And then if you watch, you'll go, oh, he's been on the floor, but he hasn't done anything. Certain players, certain time creating highlights, how good are they in the context of a game? That's why people, you know, almost begrudgingly had to watch Joker and acknowledge him because they had to watch the NBA Finals. And then you watched him against LeBron. And then you understood. That's what makes him great. And even then, you can't define it. You just watch it. There's certain athletes where you go, I don't get it, but they do it. Uh, I've, I've used this reference before, and I even used it, used it to John McEnroe. I said, how do you do what you do? And he goes, I don't know. I just do it. And certain people, greatness, they don't know. They can't explain it, or a painter can't do it, or an artist, a musician. They, they can't explain it. They just do it. And Joker, you know, to put him in that category of, I don't know how I do it. I just do it. Because at times you're thinking, he just kind of looks like this big guy running into people. But there is, there's texture to his game. There's form to his game. There's touch to his game. There's footwork to his game. There's acknowledgement to his game. There's IQ to his game. And, and sometimes we don't like to spend time on that stuff. Like, oh, God. You know, I don't want to hear about the labor pains. Just show me the baby here. You know, give me a nice 360 windmill dunk. That's what I want to see. None of this. Chris bounce pass back door. Hey, keeping the ball alive on the, on the glass. 
All righty. What else do we have, Seton O'Connor? Well, I don't want to start the weekend off on a negative here, but we're getting a little feedback on your take on the London game. This person wrote, ESPN must not have been advertising the England game on Entertainment Tonight because they're pumping it all over the place. <laughs> well, I okay, I got that box back there, the, the baseball box, but I didn't know. Todd, that, that's right behind you on the air hockey table. Did you go get that? I got that in the mail from Fox. Wasn't that like a Jeter? Yeah, that was the welcome to the team, Derek Jeter. But I didn't know that that was to announce that they were going to London. Did, did I miss that? I just got that late last week. Let me go look. Hold on a second. Yeah, well, just open it up and, and let me hear Kevin Burkhart announce the starting lineup because that's all I knew. Okay, here we go. Wait, you're going to have to bring it up here, Seton. Yeah, you have to bring it up, put it on your uh, regular microphone here. So close it up. So it's a little box. It looks like a shoe box. No, it's a it's a baseball. It looks like home plate. Oh, I missed that. Well, it took a... It, you know what? They buried the lead. They made it about Derek Jeter. Yeah, it, why did they do that? Make it about London, not Derek Jeter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Full disclosure, how many people knew that there was a baseball game, two baseball games in London this weekend? Marvin, you knew. I only knew because I was watching the College World, World Series. Okay, but so you knew this weekend, <laughs> prior to this weekend. Oh, the answer is no. Okay, Paulie, did you know? I found out Friday afternoon. I saw okay. uh, Waddle and Sylvie in Chicago were doing their show from London, a sports radio show in Chicago. And I was like, what are they doing in London? And I was like, oh. Okay. Todd, did you know? I was watching Sports Center highlights, and they happened to mention that the Cubs Cardinals game was played in London. I'm like, okay, they're in London for that. Okay, so you just found out. I just found okay. out a couple of days ago. You found out after the game. Yeah, I was, I was watching highlights, highlights of the game that was already played. Seaton? Oh, no, yeah, I found out this morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, no kidding. That's fun. I wonder why they went to London. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no. And and the audience is correct that if it's not on Entertainment Tonight <laughs> or Access Hollywood, then I might have missed that. Yeah. That's funny, man. Yes, Todd. Tim Kirchner was interviewing guys with a British accent, and I still didn't know why he was doing better that he was even in London. You guys know the tall, handsome guy named Tim Kirchner who talks baseball? Why don't, why don't you see if Tim Kirchner will join us on the Let's program? Let's do that. All right. Yes, Paul. I saw that the Cubs player Ian Happ had two home runs for them in London. He sounds like he's from London. Ian Happ leading the for the Cubs. I mean, it's it's a it's a wild scene. We, I thought he was a pitcher. Oh. Is Ian Happ a pitcher? Is it Hop? Is it Ian? Hop. <laughs> but yeah, they did not. Uh, they sent us the box, but I thought it was about the Jeter announcement. I didn't think it was about London. Yeah, I thought this was the unveiling of Derek Jeter there. By the way, there is uh, there's a lot of forced forced laughter on that Fox set with A Rod and Jeter and Big Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Derek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you know, Big Poppy fooled him, tricked him into a Red Sox jersey, and and then laughter. Uh, so Ian Happ is not a pitcher, right, Mark? He's currently playing outfield for the Cubs. Oh, okay. Right. Maybe that's why the Cubs aren't doing so well. I thought they had there was an Ian Happ who was a pitcher. <laughs> Maybe not. J.A. Happ. There you go. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Whew. Blue Jays pitcher J A Hap. Blue, 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 blue Jay. No, no, you can do that. You can go. Give me stat of the day. Yeah, look, Bob Blum. Stat of the day. Here comes. Here comes that what stat of the day. Uh, yes, Paul. Should we recap odd first uh, segment references? J. A. Hap, Ian Hap. Did we throw a Nas Reed yes. from the Timberwolves? Yeah. Uh, John McEnroe. Yeah. Anyone else? That's some pretty random stuff for segment one. Let me see. Anything else there? <laughs> well, we lead the league in randomness. When it comes to you know name dropping, there's a chance you can have your name dropped on this show. Uh, Kevin Burkhart, uh, we mentioned him as well. Yes, yes, he, uh, or uh, yes, for Upon two. further review, Jay App is a former baseball pitcher, played for the Phillies, Astros, Blue Jays, Mariners, Pirates, Yankees, Twins, and Cardinals, no longer with a ball club. Okay. But there was a J.A. Happ. That's okay, the main thing. that's the point. That, that, that's okay. I, I said he was a current Blue Jays. Who so cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. It, it, hey, it happens. Oh, it happens. Yeah. He saved it. it. He just saved it. It happens. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all, but any trading cards, the official trading cards of this program, for instance, classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start to continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Okay. How about we take a break? Sure, why not? All right. We'll come back. We'll get to phone calls, settle on our poll questions. Sean Elliott, who went to dinner with Victor Wambayama the other night. Greg Popovich, I believe, went to dinner as well. And uh, the picture was really surprising when I saw that. I was like, I know him and him and him and him. And that's Tim Duncan. Back after this. Year five, Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting at Full Sail University. Man, am I proud of what we've accomplished. And it's been a collaborative effort there with the great people, including my former longtime producer at ESPN, Gus Ramsey, because he heads up the program on a daily basis there in Orlando, the campus of Full Sail University. You can also get your bachelor's degree in sportscasting in about half the time, as short as 20 months. And we have graduates working all over the country. And that was my goal when we first started. I didn't want you to go to school, get a degree, and then be an intern. I want you to get a job. That's our goal with every single one of our students. We have uh, big markets, small markets, in front of the camera, behind the camera, Full Sail University, your degree is in sportscasting. You choose to earn your degree online as well or Full Sail's beautiful campus in Orlando, Florida. Five years. We've accomplished quite a bit. And uh, it's thanks to you, parents, who are willing to turn over your, uh, your sons and daughters and let us make them sportscasters. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsail.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I got some Victor Wambayama DraftKings odds. Uh, Let's see. If you want to bet on the Spurs winning at least 35 games... That is uh, plus 200, so not far-fetched there for the Spurs to get 35 wins. How about 40 or more, plus 650? Wemby to score 40 or more in any game this year, plus 300. Him to get 45 or more in any game is plus 1,400. Yes, Paul? So they would only, the Spurs with Wemby Yama, they, they would go from 22 to 35 wins. That's yeah. what Vegas thinks? Yeah. I guess that's the big difference there is, look, he's not a grown man yet. You know, he's a 19-year-old. David Robinson, when he came to the Spurs, what do you think he was, 22, 23 maybe? Yeah. When David Robinson joined the Spurs in 1989, they went from 21 wins to 56 wins. Yeah, I think that's the biggest jump in (laughs) NBA history. Dang. I think so. And then Tim Duncan was probably 22, 23 when he came in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Actually, David Robinson's rookie year, he's 24 years old. He had the military service. His first year, he averaged 25, 12, and four blocks. Man, if you're going to be a seven-footer, you want your body to look like David Robinson. Even now, this day, he looks like he could still play. That dude had arms, man. He was cut. And then you see this dinner party, and uh, you got Victor Wambayama. You got uh, Tim Duncan in there. And if you would have said, oh, that's Tim Duncan, Duncan's twin brother, then I would have went, oh, okay. You know, he went a little islandy on us. You know, Rasta Timmy, and uh, you had David Robinson who's in there. You had Sean Elliott, and you had Manu Ginobili. And if you can make David Robinson and Tim Duncan look small, Victor Wambayama did. That, that's why when you, when you see somebody and you go, oh, he's a seven-footer. And then you see somebody who is seven-six, and then you go, oh, there's a big difference in that. Or Yao Ming. Oh, yeah, he's 7'5". And then you meet him, and then you go, oh, wow, he's more than 7'5". 
He's a big. He's the biggest man on the planet. Uh, so certain guys, uh, they just look bigger than what they really are. But if you're looking at a team, and all of these guys, I don't know if they still just all live in San Antonio. Now they knew that Wambayamu was going to go to San Antonio, but Greg Popovich got them all together. And to have that collection of all-time greats, Hall of Famers, who are going to be there to help you make that transition, how valuable is that for Duncan and David Robinson to start out with? I mean, I don't know where Tony Parker was, but put Tony Parker in the mix there. He was in the picture. You just can't oh, see him. <laughs> yeah, he's right down there. cut off. Yeah, the kid taking the picture. But Victor Wambayama, when you get to that height, it's just different. Seven-footers are commonplace. Seven-five, not so much. And he is, he is a full head above David Robinson, who is legitimate seven-foot-one. All right, we'll get some phone calls here coming up. I don't know what the end goal is with uh, Major League Baseball in London, that they've played in other countries. They've played in Japan and, I believe, in Mexico. But this is the second London series. I think they've got a couple more coming up in the next uh, couple of years here. We know NFL has an end game of maybe ending up in London. But I was just curious. You know, basketball has been global since the Dream Team. But I don't know what baseball's end game is. And I don't mean to be dismissive of baseball being in London. I just wasn't aware of it. And is it a novel game, having two games there? Do they care about baseball there? Are they trying to get people to care about baseball there? Football we've seen, you know, it's, it's becoming more global. Now, I don't know if we get to China or Japan or any of those other countries. Baseball is there. Baseball is global in that sense. Uh, basketball is certainly global. Golf is. But London just surprised me. Mexico City, I get that. Japan, I get that. But I was just curious about what is, or is it just a novelty of, hey, we're going to go to London. Okay. Just basically, we're going to do a TV show and we're going to go to London for two uh, two games. Yes, Paul. Do you think MLB looks at what they've done in the past with like uh, the Field of Dreams games and says, this is a way to spice up June? You know, this is that's it. It's just June is tough. You know, the, there's there's openings. But for I don't know to watch. if it spiced it up. The Field of Dreams game, we know that that got a lot of attention because it's the field, it's the destination more than the game. Yeah. I don't know if we went, boy, can't wait to see a, a homer uh, with Big Ben in the background. Uh, just, yeah. I'm just curious about. I wonder that. if they're just in the center room going, "What's next? What can we try? Let's keep trying stuff every summer, every." June. You know what? How about we take the runner off second base in the tenth inning? How about we do that, and then we could do some other things here. I was hoping they'd run around the bases backwards, like we were talking oh. about last week, because it's London. <laughs> Baseball's, you know, done some good things here recently. They have, um, and they've been promoting offense. You know, I don't think we've had a no hitter this year. What's the latest into a season? that we've had a no-hitter, first no-hitter of the season. And no-hitters are rare, but if I do the math here, in 2021, baseball set a record nine no-hitters in a single season. 2022, there were four no-hit games. By this time last season, there were three. We don't have any no-hitters so far. I don't know what the latest into a season that uh, we've had our first no-hitter in Major League Baseball. You know, we took away the shift, uh, the pitch clock. There's more offense, it feels like. Made the bases larger. But I don't know if... uh, You would think with all the swinging and missing, 
Like, there's probably more strikeouts per game than at any point in modern history. It just happens. It's commonplace where you're like, all right, hey, I got punched out three times. I don't know if strikeouts are down. It feels like they would be up. Therefore, the swing and miss mentality that you would probably have more no-hitters or at least flirting with more no-hitters. But that has not been the case. Maybe it's an anomaly there, but uh, I was just wondering about that. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Yes, Paulie. The latest I can find of a no-hitter, uh, 1976, the first no-hitter of the season was July 9th, 1976. Mm-hmm. Went all the way to July. There's a couple instances where it was June, but July is the deepest I can find. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious if, uh, you know, these new rules have changed anything with that. You're still swinging and missing, and, it, and there's no shame in striking out anymore. Yes, Eaton. Yeah, the new rules seem to be a big success so far this year. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, right? The pitch clock isn't a big deal necessarily. Occasionally, it bubbles up as uh, you know somebody gets tossed or something. Um, the bigger bases isn't isn't controversial. No, I thought we'd have more stolen bases. Uh, you know, in the shift, uh, the shift uh, changing too. That was a big deal as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, but you're not putting the ball in play anymore than you used to. I don't know if batting average still matters. I don't think it does, but it just feels like like it's commonplace if you have 17 of your 27 outs as strikeouts. Like, oh, okay. And they won, uh, you know, 4-3 with a couple of uh, two-run homers. Yeah, Paul. Going back to the 1982 season with no hitters, they didn't have one. The entire 1982 season, not one no hitter. Was that a strike-shortened season? No, that was, there was a strike, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Checking. All right. Doing a deep dive into baseball here. That's early. Right. Yeah, early. Tim Kirchner was running around, t- talking tea and crumpets, doing the, all the cliche mm. London stuff. Mm. Mm. Okay. Did they go to Ted Lasso's bar? I wonder if they did that. I think you can rent that out, can't you? The uh, the Richmond bar. Do you think it's getting like crazy tourists? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like when we went to Sicily... And uh, the area where, in Terramina, where they had White Lotus, second mm, season, yep. it was going to be crazy. They were already talking. We went in April, and they were already talking about, they were dreading what you know July and August was going to be because everybody going over there is, is going to go and, and wants to see where White Lotus was filmed and the hotel where it was filmed. And, and what they did with the, uh, the show is they show you this hotel, and you think there's a beach right behind it. Well, there is no beach right behind it. <laughs> they, they created the, this image of, oh, here's the hotel, and there's a beach right behind it. So people, if, if you're going over there to uh, stay, the beach isn't right behind that hotel in Terramino. It's still a beautiful place to go, but it is going to be wall-to-wall people and unbelievably hot. Yes, Eaton. That's a funny thing about uh, that TV shows or movies will do because I remember there was once this TV show called Point Pleasant uh, that was based on like a town town in New Jersey, but yeah. it was like a fictional oh, show. Yeah, yeah. And when you saw what they were shooting as Point Pleasant, that's not what it looks like at all. Like it's not even close. It looked more like California than it did New Jersey, you mm-hmm. know. And they had these big amusement rides and a huge Ferris wheel and stuff. And I remember the first time seeing it, I'm like, that's not Point Pleasant. What the heck? <laughs> but they, you know, they kind of take those liberties, you know. Yes, Paul. I wonder if that's what happens to certain, I guess, places that are on TV. Remember we went up and shot at the diner, Monk's Diner, 
uh, for Seinfeld, the one on the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far Upper West Side. I wonder if it goes from like cool and novel and kind of kitschy to overwhelming and disturbing. Remember we went in there to shoot and the guy who was met us there was the manager and he goes, I'll show you where the table is. <laughs> you guys got 20 minutes. There's, there's a street in New York in the West Village and that's where the exterior of Sex in the City, yeah. where Sarah Jessica Parker's apartment was. And people from all over, all over the world, go just to take a picture in front of this brownstone. Meanwhile, Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, lives the block behind that. So you could actually go take a picture of Sarah Jessica and Matthew Broderick's brownstone instead these people who probably thought, oh, there's a TV show that wants to use the exterior of our brownstone. There are people there all day, all night, taking pictures. They have, you know, ropes there, chains there. People will climb over that to get the picture of uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, brownstone in New York City. Yes, he. But that, see, I get that part. Right? If you're just a normal person living in a normal street and then something makes it super famous and it kind of messes up your day-to-day -day life... The example you gave in Sicily, though, where you're a tourist destination and you're like, God, there's <laughs> so many people coming here. It's like, what the heck? I remember, uh, I don't know if it's still that way, but Vermont used to be that way all the time. They would complain about all the tourists all the time. And it's like, dude, that's like 90% yeah. of your economy is yeah. winter tourism. And you're like, oh, God, all these, you know, the people from New Jersey yeah. are coming up again. You're like, what? I will say the Irish get it. The Irish get tourism. Mm. And, uh, well, we're going to put them to the test, perhaps, uh, at the end of August, if we take the show. Do they over. know Todd Fritz? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I really hope we go, because we're just going to okay, hit those pubs and be silly and have a great time. Nobody hits a pub like you do. You know that. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't even need to be stated. Let's go be silly. Yeah. Are there free, free pretzels here? Yeah, what are you going to ask for when we go to, if, if we go to... Dublin at the end of August. I'll have a nice corned beef sandwich. I want to know if there's karaoke. No, no, Can no, drinking. No, you drink when you go. I will ask for a ginger ale. I'll probably no, drink a little bit. You will? Yeah, I'll take a little sip of the Guinness or whatever the kids are doing over there. I'll, I'll drink a little bit. Those kids with that new beer. I'll imbibe and have a little beer, and I'll be part of the atmosphere. I, you'll like Guinness. You will, because you'll think it's dessert. Like it's very smooth. And all the peer pressure. Even if I'm not drinking, I'll make sure I'm holding something that looks as if that I'm drinking. Yeah, but don't do what you've done before when we go to a great restaurant and then we get great wine and then Fritz, Fritzy will uh, get a glass and then he doesn't drink. I sip at it. What you don't like no, is all of a sudden don't. there's an attractive waitress or a woman involved and now I'm doing things I never would have done before because I'm just like, I got to impress this person. Yes, and you do. I've seen you do that. Many times. Yes, I've seen you do Guilty that. Guilty as charged. Yes, yes, yes. Eden. Somebody just sent in a good one about like a tourist place that kind of gets blown up is the Cheers Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real good one. I just went by it. Yeah. I was in Boston to see Darius Rucker at Fenway and uh, Kane Brown was the uh, headliner there, but uh, went up there. And saw a concert at Fenway. Pretty cool. So it's you're back by the Green Monster, and uh, so the the stage looks out over home. You know, the stage is near home plate. No, no, no it's at the Green Monster, okay. and it looks out to to home plate. So when Darius was singing Fenway, you know, Fenway Park right behind home plate, that's what you can see. But it was a great crowd. It was it was a beautiful night in uh, in Boston.
Did yeah. he sing his songs with a Boston accent just to no, he did ingratiate not. himself? No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't sing Sweet Caroline or anything like that? No, no. That. You right. know what? I don't know. That's a great point. I should have told him to do that. But then does every artist who goes there Maybe. swing Sweet Caroline? But that would, they'd lose their mind if that's not something that everybody does and he just started breaking that out. Da, da, da. Yes, Paulie. I got one more house for you. The house Tony Soprano lived in in the movie... Uh, in that TV show, uh, Sopranos. Yeah. It was owned by the same family for 32 years. They leased it out to the HBO for exterior shots and different things over mm-hmm. the years. It became quite the tourist attraction. They leaned into it. They did not like shy away from it. They were pretty welcoming and they uh, appreciated tours and things like that. And they made money off it. They did list the house a few years ago for $3.4 million, which is a million and a half over the estimated value. Mm. I cannot find whether they sold it or not. But they said uh, it got pretty hot and heavy. The I last... would not want one of those houses. They they didn't know what they were doing. They got approached by HBO about a one-time usage of an exterior shot. Well, you never think that, oh, what's the worst-case scenario? It's like, oh, hey, have you seen this show? You know, it's not very popular. Uh, our house is, you know, on there. Next thing you know, people are there. Uh, go back to Breaking Bad, where... They would throw pizza boxes on top of, uh, was that Walter's house? Yeah. And, and they finally had to come out and say, they had to cordon off the front yard because people, there was a scene where a pizza ends up on the roof. And you'd have tourists who would go in and throw pizzas up on top of the roof. Yay, our, 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 they're renting out our house. You know, it's, it, we're, we're making, you know, $15,000. Next thing you know, like, these people won't go away. Yes, Don. Was the Brady Bunch house ever something you wanted to either see or pretend you lived in at one point? And then, like, you had the little sound effects that you could play if something in real life happens where your and Here's dad the sound effect. Gets laid off. Give me the sound dun, effect. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it gets laid off. We're never going to be able to pay the mortgage now. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. See, like, that would be a real problem. It was more like, uh, you know, Jan's book just got stuck in her locker and she couldn't turn in her homework. And mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. That's the first time I remember AstroTurf in a backyard. Yeah. Even though it wasn't supposed to be. A lot of knee injuries in that family. Yeah. Cost-effective, though. Yeah. Okay, well, Cost down yeah. long term. All right, let's take a break here. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Our play of the day is up next. Every great day starts the night before. And, of course, the mood I'm in, I had a great night last night. I got a great night's sleep. Yes, I did. And it's because my sleep number setting is 75. Sleep number smart beds individually will uh, help the sleep experience. You can adjust both sides of the bed it's two beds in one and you will stay asleep longer sleeping effortlessly comfortable and the uh, sleep quality you actually see how well you slept a personalized insights into getting better sleep they thought of everything and they're always thinking of you making it better sleep number next level unlock your unique potential with the smart bed that can perform as well as you the sleep number 360 queen c2 smart bed is now 899 that means you save 200 plus special financing for a limited time only at sleep number stores or sleepnumbercom slash patrick sleepnumbercom slash patrick see store for details thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play. The play is play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. The pitch. Hit high in the air on that slider that hung down the left field line. It is heading down the line and being blown. A fair ball. It's a home run. Oh, my goodness. A grand slam. That ball carried and carried and carried. And a grand slam home run for Ty Evans has blown this game open for Florida. Florida scored 24 runs, breaking the College World Series record set in 1957 by Notre Dame, scoring 23. That's courtesy of ESPN in Gainesville. It's your play of the day. National title game will be decided tonight. Play of the day brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything earned doubled. Cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com.
slash match. Being told that I missed out on some of the Godfather 2 scenes when I went to Sicily, I was told about these places if I wanted to go. Well, I'm not a fan of the Godfather. I didn't care. And then I said to my wife, I said, if you want to go see scenes where, you know, I think where Michael's wife gets blown up in a car. Spoiler alert. Yes, you can go see that. And I go, no, like, I don't care. Yeah, Paul. You have never watched either Godfather 1 or 2? Not all the way through. Do you think it's the year to do it? Like a well, nice slow day. I haven't watched The uh, Sopranos. Polly, do you realize how many shows I have not seen? Why don't, why, don't, why don't we rectify that a little bit? Like one to f- Every month we pick one thing for you to watch and you tell us, I'm glad I saw it or it was a, I'm, it was a waste of my time. Like we'll pick one a month and it has to be like a sure thing. And, I, and look, and I know people are like, how can you not like, it's not that I don't like it. I just never got into The Sopranos when everybody else did. Sometimes when you're late, then you don't want to play catch up. And I did that with The Wire. Thankfully, I did. But that was 10 years. So that worked out. <laughs> 10 the Wire later. worked out. Yeah. What if we made you an offer you couldn't refuse? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the movie, so I get the reference. We would like to make you an offer you cannot refuse. We were just wondering this weekend, actually, because it was rainy here, if we could let our kids start watching the Godfather movies. Uh, your son is... He's 13. 13? Yeah, yeah, you probably can. Yeah, I'd probably. Probably. I think so, right? Yeah. But see, my, the problem is, too, my wife doesn't like those movies either. Of how they depict the Italians? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, that that's the thing. It's, I know it's great. Sopranos is great. I didn't even watch the final episode, and I told you what my thoughts were of, of what they were trying to do. That they live on, that we die. That was the final scene. I didn't even see it. <laughs> And then it had Journey playing on the jukebox. And, you know, I don't like Journey oh, either. That was a kiss of death. <laughs> but it's funny, though, because you take your your take on the final scene very seriously, yes, having <laughs> never seen the show, where you're like, guys, I already told you yeah. what this meant, okay? Yeah. Like, you have no idea. I know, I know, I know. But I never <laughs> saw an episode of ER, L.A. Law. Like, there, there's so many great shows. I just never. Hill Street Blues? I didn't watch Hill Street Blues. What? West Wing? I did not watch West Wing. You're not really a network TV guy. I'm not, but also I was working. So 15 of the 18 years that I worked at ESPN, I worked second shift. And Monday through Friday, so I'm not watching any of those shows. And people would talk about, oh, have you seen? And I go, I haven't. Your loyalty to cable TV is very respectful. Yes, yes, (laughs) I've been in cable TV. That's my life. Yes, Eden. Uh, You got to do The Bear. I tried, I watched two episodes. Of the first season? Yeah. Oh, man, it's this season. I just watched an episode from season two. It might be the best episode of television I've ever seen. It's phenomenal. Oh, wow. Phenomenal. Okay, so this is um, a a kitchen. Is it a steak? It's a a place. It's like a a restaurant kind of thing in Chicago that sells like Italian beef sandwiches. Okay, okay. They're pretty common to have Italian beef almost only places all around Chicago. They're very loyal. People are very loyal to them. They, they build up a big following. It's very traditional. In yeah, and it's, so it's like, a, it's like a family restaurant, basically. And the main character left Chicago and went to New York and I think kind of traveled the world a little bit and became just like a rock star chef. And now he's come back to New York to sort of help this uh, Italian beef spot. Okay. And it's just all about these like 
just the, the complexities and intricacies of family dynamics. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. It's a great show. I've heard great things about it. This season two is better than the first one. Yeah. It made me kind of edgy where what's going on in the kitchen and, yeah. you know, yes, chef. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I think okay. the entire purpose of the show is to make you uncomfortable, make it almost like a, an experience watching it. It's if you like the movie Uncut Gems, you yeah. like the bear. You don't have to like you don't have to like gambling to like Uncut Gems. You don't have to like Italian beef to like the bear. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. And this this episode that I just watched is based around Christmas, and the the family is already super dysfunctional, and it, it's basically like a flashback. And if you take a dysfunctional family, especially around the holidays, and a lot of different things going on, the the tension and the way they ramp it up is just phenomenal. All right. So season two of the Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Real I got to watch Real season good. one of the Bear. I couldn't get through beef, and you told me how great beef was. Oh, beef was awesome. I tried. Beef was great. You know, my attention span is really small. Beef was a good show. You got about 17 minutes to get me. And if you don't, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. Like forever. Yes. So like, you don't yes. go back. Yeah, and I don't go back. Like Godfather 1 came out in, like, 73? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I might get around to it. But I'm not going to go to, hey, this is where Michael's wife died, gets blown up in a car. Like, okay. I don't know if there's a, like, I'd go to Lake Tahoe to see that house where Michael lived. But you just go to Lake Tahoe to golf and happen yeah. to stop by that. Yeah, and then if I did a drive-by and I go, oh, yeah. that's beautiful. I mean, Lake Tahoe, that's beautiful. I'd go to see the house. But I, I don't have any real interest in seeing any movie sets. You know, Hoosiers, I would. I'd go, I'd shoot some jumpers in that gym. Yeah, that's called the Knightstown Gym in Knightstown, Indiana, and it's become a, a big tourist attraction. That would be a great one to stop by. Yeah, I'd like to go there and drain some jumpers. Yeah. You put on some chucks? High socks? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, some uh, tight shorts? Absolutely. be killing it. Well, we made it through hour one on this Monday. I got to get some phone calls come up, even though Todd goes, no, don't. Yeah, do we? All right. No, I love our, our audience. We got there. a couple of decent ones. You weren't here on Friday, Todd. I was not. No, you weren't. I missed Yacht Rock. Yeah, you, are you doing okay? And Philly cheesesteak. I'm a lot better than I was. I spent a lot of time indisposed. All right. <laughs> Hour two coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? 
a wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.